Hey guys, welcome back <laughs> to Let's Talk Marriage. Where we speak marriage. Why do I have to say that? It, it goes together. It works. It works. Don't stop away from moving. Where we speak marriage through transparency. No, no, you'll do that again. Yes, more, <laughs> more, you know, and you know, anticipation as enthusiasm. Know. Is yeah, that what you're trying they, to say? You got you. you Welcome got back to Let's Talk Marriage, where we speak marriage through transparency. <laughs> Yay, we did it. So we are back, guys, for season three. For 2023. Yay, yay, yay. We are back. We are back. We are live. Well, no, we're not live. We're actually pre-recorded. Today. Today. And maybe going forward, too, because it seems like it might just be a little bit better. What do you think? <laughs> yes, because today we want to spend a little time together. Yeah, we do. Because every Sunday we've been doing this at 8 p.m., and people actually want to see the show, you know what I mean? Uh, but they always catch the repeat. They always catch the repeat a little bit yeah. more. So we decided that we would just pre-record these shows. We'll send them out. at 8 o'clock. Yeah, we'll still release it at 8 o'clock. But, you know, at least we're pre-recording and giving you guys something. Because we still want to do this. But we also want to spend time with our families on Sunday. So we may pre-record it in the morning, in the yeah. night. Whenever we decide to do it, that's when we're going to do it. Yeah, because we might need y'all help us at the same time, especially on some of these topics that we might be talking about or discussing, mm -hmm. because we need you, your input, so we know how to attack that topic. <laughs> Why are you talking like this? It just sounds so sexy. No, it doesn't. Okay, so I'm I'm out with you. So, um, we are on all social platforms. Now I'm doing like you. We are on all. So we're on all social platforms. You like it, huh? And <laughs> <laughs> one of them being on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're mm -hmm. on what? iHeartRadio. We are on Reddit. I, iTunes. iTunes. We're on Instagram. We're on, Amazon. I said YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're pretty much yes, everywhere. Yes, we're yes. like Visa. We're everywhere you want to be. Even on TikTok a little bit. Oh, we do like a TikTok. We're on, you no, guys got like a TikTok. Well, I'm a TikTok, TikTok, TikTok fan. No, no, you don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no. So you guys can follow us on, even on TikTok, which is, let me look it up because we are always on TikTok. So it's actually Carvel underscore family. So if you can, you know, just follow us on TikTok. Yeah, I think we'll that'd be great. Yeah, we put the description in, uh, in the bottom somewhere. Somewhere. Somewhere here, there. No, it may be it, everywhere. It Nevertheless. So we also wanted to talk about um, another thing that I'm actually going to be doing. And my wonderful husband is going to be escorting me no, there. No, no, chauffeuring you. Escort, chauffeur, same chauffeur. thing. Chauffeur. Well, show for me, whatever. Because you're going to be sitting there like you are a prince. Uh, no, I'm sorry, queen. Well, but I am. Are. Yes, you are. Thank you. Don't be a hater all your life. No, I'm not hating on you. I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. Anywho, so I will be at, <laughs> I'll be at Awakening Your Gift January the 20th and 21st of this year as a business networking summit. Yes. And I'll be one of the panelists and I'll be talking about the right 
mindset. Yasmin has been doing this uh, for some time now. And um, I'm actually uh, glad that she called me back again. Excuse me. I was on there last year. She called me back again, and I'm super excited about being there one more time. What do you think, babe? Oh, yes. I'm Well, I'm going to be there with you to support <laughs> you all the way. So don't worry. I'm there with you, baby. Amen to that. So tonight we are doing Battle of the Sexes. What do you mean by Battle of the Sexes? Let, help me out, please. Help the audience out. Help the audience? Ain't nobody there yet. They're going to be there. (laughs) So we're talking about battle of the sexes. So the other day I was talking to a bunch of women and they were talking about their spouses. And this happens to me kind of like all the time. And I'm like, why don't you guys talk to your husbands and why don't the men, why you guys don't talk to your wives about what you're really feeling and what's really going on? Because when I didn't like something about you. I shared it with you. And if there was something that was missing with me, you shared it with me. And if I could fix it, I fixed it. And if I couldn't, I say, I'm hold on, I'm working on it. You know? Well, the 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 problem is mm-hmm. nobody listens to nobody. That's my theory. They're not listening to each other. So you think that the people are well, I maybe because they're not they're not saying anything. I think because they have a problem with their communication issues. Where I don't like what you may have done or what you're doing. Instead of me telling you in a way that you can understand, I come at you. So let me just go to what it is. Okay. So one of the things that we found is that what women would like to say to their spouses, but they cannot. So I came up with this thing where I asked a bunch of women to, can you show me an example of, I love you, but... X, Y, and Z, right? Mm-hmm. And so these women actually put in, I love you, but I really can't stand that your member is too small. I love you, but I can't, um, I can't stand the way you are. Their hygiene was not up to par. And one of the women actually said that she loved her spouse, but she was on the verge of getting a divorce because he lost his swag. Now, what do you do with that? What do you do when you're in these? And, and I asked, I said, well, why would you be in a relationship with this person and you don't want to be with them? And she said, well, I don't want to hurt his feelings. And I would just rather just kind of stay. But I said, well, wouldn't you end up eventually cheating? Yeah. And her answer was, pretty much she's on the verge of cheating or he gonna cheat but so you have a lot of men that were in your circle where they were cheating on their spouses how did you handle that being that you're married these men were not they, they were not saved how did you how did you deal with that how did you talk with them and you actually removed yourself from these people number one i when i spoke to him i spoke to my expectation in my marriage on what i would do in my marriage especially when it comes down to cheating i do not cheat Mm -hmm. i refuse to cheat i believe that cheating is a waste of time waste of energy and you have to lie to your spouse 
about that, which can destroy the children, yourself, and your spouse. Right. So when I speak to him about this, after I speak to him, I begin to evaluate our relationship. Is it worth me having this relationship? You mean the friendship? The, or yes, the... I'm sorry, the friendship with oh, them. okay. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, is an old saying, you know, uh, Two birds, birds of a feather. feather flock together. Yeah. So birds of a feather, feather flock, flock together. You may not be like that person, but because you hang around that person, people are going to automatically associate you with that same incident. Or that individual. Or that individual. Or yeah. hey, they may they even believe that you're doing that. So why should I put myself in a position where people are going to look at me in that way? So I put myself in a place where when people look at me, they say, no, Kavya, it's not like that. Mm -hmm. No, he, no, no. And they actually protect me in the way where when they see the devil coming, they're like, no, get back, Satan. He's a married man. <laughs> so for me, I don't have that problem. I don't have that issue where do I feel like I need to cheat on my wife? No. What causes a man to want to actually cheat on their spouses, and then maybe I could tell you what causes a woman to want to cheat on a man. Well, it's many, many, many different things. Uh, number one, uh, lack of communication. Number well, one. we always say that. I'm going to write these two, down. One, communication. Lack of intimacy. Now, intimacy sexually or intimacy? I believe both. Okay. Both. Because some of them to the point where they don't even feel love at home, they will go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And then also chaos. Too much chaos in a home. A man would prefer to go to somebody else's house and sit on my couch that is quiet where they get some rest to come home to a yakking wife. A yakking wife. <laughs> so, you just stopped talking. That was it? You just have three things? Oh, and, you know, also, they don't feel welcome. You don't feel needed. What does that mean? As you? in, when he come home, she, some, some husband I have spoken to have mentioned that the concern where when they come home, their wife make them feel like they're not needed home because they too busy. They feel like that their home belongs to them, not to not to the husband. His responsibility is to pay the rent and that's it, or the mortgage and get out the house. What so? What is some of the things that men actually? What do you guys want? Because women are uh, so. We say that we're communicators, but are we communicating clearly? I don't women? think so. I'm be honest with you. I I, I hear um, uh, was one guy on YouTube. He said um, they said women are one of the best communicator. He said no, I don't think so. Because mm -hmm. men, he said men communicate. I think men are more better communicator than women because we we try in many different ways to tell you guys what's going on, but because you already assume or, or come to assumption what you believe it is, no matter what, we could tell you, baby, it's not that. You will still say, no, 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 this is what it is. No, it is not that, sweetheart. It is X, Y, and Z. And nine times 10, even when we used to go through our little you know, arguments, I, I would usually pinpoint to what what's the real problem with you without you even going around a Mount Marbury bush and you look at me and you, and you look at me like, and you walk away because... Why should I sit here and yackling and argue with you where we could just have a adult conversation and come to a conclusion where we could solve our problems? Majority of our problem was actually just communication. 
I think uh, I'm going to agree with some of what you're saying. That's fine with me. Because like, you know, I understand like what you're saying is, is that you have to communicate, but we have to communicate in, in the right way. So we got to be, you know, quick to listen and not quick to respond. Correct. Uh, because sometimes like with you, the answer was kind of already there. But I think what I wanted mostly was for you to dive in a little deeper. Whereas it may not have been that deep for you, it was that deep for me. So I needed you to go a little deeper. I needed you to show a little bit more of your heart in a particular area. And what I noticed just with you and most men that I see, they're really just kind of right there on the surface. It's not that deep for them. But as for women, it's a little deeper for us because, you know, we've been told that we're emotionally driven and all these types of things. But I know I know some women that are not emotionally driven, yeah. that they get straight to the point. And some of their men are asking them to, hey, can you soften up a little bit? But once she gets to that point, is she going to is she going to be heard? And I think that's the issue with both parties. Each party wants to be heard. And, you know, I liken it to, um, I always give this demonstration when I'm doing like therapy. If you have two people going up a hill or like these two rams, they're going up a hill, both of them are boom, boom, boom. They're butting heads and they're trying to get across. But if one person doesn't bow so the other person can cross or bow or humble themselves so that the other person uh, can hear, nothing will ever be resolved. Would you agree with that? 100% because if everybody like like as always says if everybody yelling in the house me and you yelling at each other mm-hmm. who are listening who's listening who's yeah. listening yeah we can't be yelling all day long nine, nine times ten when she stop yelling I already don't tune you out correct and yeah. I, and I, I think a lot of women have missed that point once you start yelling yelling at that man and not talk to him as if he's your husband not your son he don't tune you out automatically now i could go and i could say the things that some women would want me to say well if he's not acting like you know a, a child then maybe we could get somewhere but at the same time it takes two people to act like a child children in the house if both of acting like a big old behind kids and you expect him to listen no you need somebody to be an adult i'll never say hey hold up listen let's right. talk about this here like right. adults you can't expect somebody to automatically tune in as an adult and you act like a child yourself, you act immature yourself. I'm going to agree with that because um, I, t- I, you know, I tell this uh, married people this all the time, or especially the ones that are trying to get married, that in order for, and that's just with anybody, in order for anybody to hear, somebody has to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to be mature enough. Somebody has to be, be able to say, this isn't going in the right direction, or I'm sorry if you're misunderstanding my words. Maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, let me be quiet for a moment and maybe see if I can understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. Or now what we do that I do like is that I say, this is what I hear you saying. And then you'll say, no, that's not what I'm saying. This is what I'm actually saying. And instead of digging deeper, I know if I try to dig some more with you, you say, well, now you just want to argue. Instead of digging deeper, sometimes if I just sit on it for a moment and see if we're coming to the same conclusion, just in different routes. You know what I mean? Because sometimes what we say is just what it is. Mm -hmm. You can't 
expect they read. I mean, you got a book. You read the book. The writer don't write the book already. The book is completed. Mm-hmm. But you gonna go deeper inside the book? Mm-hmm. How you go deep inside the book? There's no more page to read. But you gonna deeper? Oh well, the writer saying this. The writer just says X, Y, and Z. He says the sheep went up the hill. <laughs> but you read, you know, the sheep went through the hill, up the hill, around the corner. No, this is what it is. I'm going straight to the point, baby. I need you to least smile sometimes. What? You trying to say I'll make you happy? <laughs> I didn't say that, baby. I'm just saying, you know, lighten up, baby. Uh-huh. Oh, you said, oh, I'm like a dark cloud. <laughs> sweetheart, I'm not saying that, sweetheart. Uh-huh. I'm just going straight to the point. But sometimes yeah. I notice a lot of people like to read into gray areas. No, sometimes it's just black and white. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's black and white. When you read the Bible, it's black and white. Mm-hmm. You can't say it there. And then on top of it, because we're not listening to each other, because nobody wants to shut up and be quiet. It's like praying. If you sit there praying and you saying, Lord, 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 amen, but you never sit down and meditate and allow God to download something to you, how are you saying you hear from God? How are you hearing from your spouse if you don't shut up long enough and allow them to pull your heart out to you? You mm-hmm. cannot expect that person to say, you know, oh, well, well, this is what you said. Baby, did you hear what I was there say? You just went completely north. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, I rem- you know, I, I hate the and I think you know most people hate the word shut up. I remember you used to say, if you just shut up long enough to let me just get it out, you'll hear that I'm saying I'm trying I'm trying to get my words out. You won't let me get my words out, and I would be like, you ain't gonna tell me to shut up. So you started to learn different words. You would say, you would listen to me, and you would say, ah, okay. So, baby, if you could just be quiet for just a minute and just let me get all my words out, maybe you'll understand a little bit more of what I'm saying. And I would be like, okay. Oh, I, I would be quiet, s- period, and shut down. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, okay. Listen, that listen, didn't listen. work. That never worked. You that know, never worked. The thing is, is communication, mm-hmm. when it comes down to a lot of these problems we have, and it's a problem is because we're not listening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, go to the doctor. But, baby, you know, um, I hear a woman at my job tomorrow. Well, he don't, you know, satisfy me. Why? Yeah. Well, he don't, you know, he's a one hit a quitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, and my thing in my mind, I be wanting to tell the men, which I can't go to them and let them know that their spouse tell me that they're one hit a quitter. Mm-hmm. You know, take care of your body. Do what you need to do. Find out. Go to the doctor. Find out what you need, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Find out what food you're eating. Because nine times ten, you can solve that problem. Yeah. You know, uh, well, he snores at night. I don't snore. No, you do snore. We, I know I snore. Yeah. Especially when I'm tired. My yeah. wife snores when she's tired. Yeah. And the thing is, sometimes if we take care of our body, we'll find out a lot of our problems will be solved, especially when it comes sexually wise. Yeah. Within a marriage. Because we all want to be satisfied, mm-hmm. but we cannot all just come to the hill by ourselves. Very good. What do you mean by lack of intimacy? Because so we talked about the sex portion. And so on the men's side, we had men saying, well, she doesn't, you know, please me sexually. I want to have more, 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 more. And it's like, okay, well, how much sex can you have in a day? I, I, Number yeah, two, they be lying. They lie. I know. Number two, you know, uh, another man had, uh, was saying, well, you know, I would like for her to just, you know, do what I say and, and submit to me. 
and we did a whole thing on submission and and what you know what are well, you submitting to that's a one-sided conversation and <laughs> and then um uh we did see the the one where they were talking about they wanted to be you know felt like they were needed and these were men that were actually you know being a little bit more transparent yeah uh but then on the other end uh the wives were sounding as if they were just completely done. They were through with the marriage and they were just fed up. One young lady even said, I am sick of my husband. Every time he goes to the restroom, she said, I can't be intimate with him because he leaves crumbs on the toilet seat when he uses the bathroom. And I'm like, what does that mean? So he's sitting on the toilet after he comes home from work. He's not fully cleaning himself properly properly and he's leaving things i guess on the toilet and she's like i cannot i refuse to have intimacy with him knowing that he his hygiene is just deplorable she even sleeps in another room what mm, in the world like sometimes that is a lack of home training we, you know, I hear all sorts of things. You guys would be surprised at the things that I hear in some of my sessions and then the conversations that I have with people, period, you know, and some of these conversations are just they're 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 out of control. And it's like, well, you've been married all this long time or you've been courting and dating. Did you not see the signs before? And some men can really mask these things. And some women too, of course, we can't leave no one exempt. People in general can mask mask. who they are. And then you get into a relationship with someone and you completely something totally different. At least after about a year or two, your true self comes out. We all have done that. The difference is. I was always me. I was always. always have done that with wait uh, let me finish uh -uh. because (laughs) the thing is we all have done that but the problem is some of us have not came out of it who hasn't come out of it as in they still trying to mask their real their true self well you you can only mask yourself but But for so so long long. but okay you remember the story i told you about the how the husband um pretend that he was um death all them years that he was deaf. That he had death all them years. Not death, as in dead. Death. With the death. With the F. With the F. No, he couldn't hear. <laughs> well, he couldn't hear nothing. Okay? Can't <laughs> take it, sometimes. It, it was a true story where he's, he actually pretended that he could not hear. Mm-hmm. And when the wife began to learn how to do sign language, he also... He couldn't see <laughs> You like that story. You, don't you do don't you start doing that to me? I'll poke you in your eyes. And the thing is, is how the grandkids and the kids you know what I'm saying? Grandkids <laughs> and the kids find out that you can hear and see. They found a YouTube video or a Facebook page video of the daddy singing karaoke. Oh wow. And now the wife filed for divorce. Oh, wow. And, and, and the thing is, is some people actually got to a point where they would rather mask who they are to uh, please you mm-hmm. than to be honest with you on what's going on with them. 
to help make the relationship better. So why stay? Just leave. Because if, if no, the relationship no, no, isn't no, making no, it no, better, then no, leave. No, 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 right? no, no, no. That's not for everybody. Some people use it as a crutch. The crutch is saying, I have no choice but to be here. Or uh, a point of, you know, this is who I am now. And and, and now what they did, they, they have convinced themselves of a lie. Mm-hmm. And now they have convinced their spouse of a lie. And the spouse thinking that the person this way, X, Y, and Z, but outside the house, they're totally different. You know, um, that's extremely toxic, number one, and it's codependency. Yeah. And so we, I, I talk about these things and, you know, sometimes people will be codependent on someone else's bad behavior mm-hmm. rather than deal with the issue because they're used to that particular behavior and they're not ready to deal with somebody else's and they will um, um, not be happy themselves, uh, but will settle for being with someone to say, well, at least I know this person. I know a couple right now who has been together for many, many years. And it hurts me to kind of see this relationship knowing that it's, it, well, to me, I'm going to say to me, it seems as if they should have been broken up years ago. And now they're in their, you know, in their seventies and, you know, the wife is always trying to tell this man what to do. And he's just like, oh, shut up. Oh, shut up. The relationship is completely toxic. Yeah. The children are so used to it. They go and they just turn their ears off. They're just like, ah, that's just how mom and dad are. And, you know, then now the grandchildren are coming in. They're like, oh, that's how grandma and grandpa are. But then they, their children are not in good relationships themselves they're kind of like all over the place the cycle because of this cycle of just madness and i would always say there was no way that i would want to be in a relationship a loveless relationship where you know you're like you can't make me happy never but i feel safe with you i feel happy when i'm with you no and i make my own happiness no. And it, it, it's hard to see what people... We, but the thing is, we do contribute to each other's happiness. That's what I'm saying. Like, we contribute to it, but you, you don't problem define is my with happiness. That, the problem, the only way I can contribute to your happiness, I have to have it within me. Right. Because I can't give you anything I don't have inside of me. Correct. And that's what's going on in, these, in these, a lot of these relationships, mm-hmm. especially in marriage, where the wife is not is unhappy, the husband unhappy. And what they do, they find happiness someplace else and come home and pretend to be happy at home. Yeah. I don't pretend when I come home. Mm-hmm. I'm eager to come home. I'll be eager to get the heck up from that job and come <laughs> home because I had to learn that my peace lies where I leave my head. Mm-hmm. And for some men, it's for some women. Their peace lies on who lay on their bed. Oh, no. Mm. And that's the problem. Yeah. How do we get from laying, having peace in the home that we sleep in versus having peace with somebody that lay on our bed? I don't know if I understand what you're saying. It breaks As down in, a little bit. I'm happy coming home to what's in my four walls. I love what I have home. 
Right. I love my children. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. I love myself. Mm-hmm. I love our dog. I love mm-hmm. everything. You right. understand me? So for me to come home to even sometimes say, nah, don't worry about baby. I'm you don't work sixteen hours. I'm gonna cook dinner because I'm gonna I'm gonna move today. Cook dinner mm-hmm. because it's, it's my contribute showing how appreciative I am to come home to you guys, right? Right. Versus a person that oh shucks, I gotta come home. Dang, right. hope she ain't home. Hold on, let me go ahead. I'll give him a second. Let me call. Hey, you home? Coming over. Okay. Baby, um, they call your wife. Baby, uh, I'm working overtime. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll call you when I'm way home. I'm going to come this time, okay? So uh, we can take some days off later on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back. They go to the lady house and the lady head there. Mm-hmm. First is laying their head home. But, so... The thing, the reason why they do that, you just said it because if they're not happy, why, why cheat on your spouse instead of really trying to work it out? Like it's easy to go and you know get a quick a quickie wherever. Whereas when you can come home, try to figure it out and work it out. The like, problem is so, they don't have it within them. Okay, that's one thing. And just, you know, you remember Dr. Miles Monroe when he said, sometimes if you don't have what you want at home, number one, it's not within you. Number two, because you don't know how to cultivate what you have. How can you cultivate anything when you have no example of cultivations? Well, that's true. You you didn't have an example, but you turned out okay. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I did have some examples. I had it? Remember I told you. I had, well, you went to different people, but the example and I had wasn't to use, in home. We all have example in front of us. Okay. The thing is, what example do you, do you take away from? Okay, I see what you're saying. You know, we all have somebody to come and tell us something good. Mm-hmm. Somebody come to tell us something negative. Mm-hmm. I'm learning, especially in the youth, especially young men, they tend to be drawn to the negative before they were drawn to the positive. I could tell you, young man, you have some great gift. Somebody would come and say, yeah, man, you are a, you know, whatever, whatever you want to say. Right. They, they will believe that word over my word. Because it's hard for a person to see the goodness. It's, it's almost like uh, there's this thing called imposter syndrome. It's like you know that you can do good, but it feels like, you're waiting on the other shoe to drop. Like it is too good to be true. Like there's no way that I'm supposed to have these particular good things when good things have never happened to me. So what happens is, is that person says, "Mm, uh -uh. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. So all that goodness that you're telling me, all this stuff that you're talking about, it doesn't make sense because no one has ever, you know, it's uh, my grandma used to always say it is easy. It, It, it's, it's really hard to sin and it's easy to serve God, but it seems like it's that road uh, looks, it doesn't look as tasty as the blinking lights and the, and the shiny things mm-hmm. over here. The devil's like shiny, shiny, shiny. And God is like, Hey, I got some shiny stuff too, but I'm going to help you to develop it. Uh, and people don't want to be developed. They want it boom, right away. Microwave style. Yeah. Microwave style. You know, uh, um, the thing is, is we all sit here and complain and argue. I learned how to stop stop complaining. Mm-hmm. I learned to stop arguing. Just sometimes figure it out. Baby, okay, before we get into this argument, <laughs> what do you really want? Sometimes getting right to the point solve a lot of problems. Sometimes just solving the problem 
before it happened, stop a lot of problems. If I know my house is a mess before the wife come home, guarantee she being out of town the whole god dang weekend. Now she come on Monday morning, she it's the same way that she left it that Friday. Yeah, she I expect her to argue with me. I expect her to be mad and frustrated with me because I did not help her come home to something peaceful. I contribute to her aggravation. Same thing with a man that when he come home from work, he left his wife on the bed wearing the same panties, <laughs> bra. The, uh, I mean, she ain't even take a unattractive. <laughs> her teeth have been brushed. I mean, uh, she got the same eyelashes halfway falling off. Uh, and she's sitting there and just laying there. He come on eight hours later, she in the same spot with a controller in her hand and say, baby, you want to kill something to eat? It's almost like, are you, uh, you know something? I'll be back. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna argue with you. I'll be back. Are you, are you going? I'm going to sit in the living room until you figure something out. Cause I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going to go through this here. But some men will say, you know something? I'm out. Peace. Yeah. Hey, boo, you home? I'm out. Did you cook dinner? Mm-hmm. What it yeah. is to boil some goddamn water and put some Roman noodles on the stove for the man? <laughs> You could drop some eggs inside of it, man, <laughs> stir it up, and mm-hmm. this is a lot of stuff you do to the food. Make the man feel like he yeah. he did something worthy of your attention. Yeah. Nine times ten, most men come home. Most men come home. They don't feel worthy of, they don't feel that they're worthy of a woman's attention because she don't give them nothing to follow. Come home, she's in the same bed, got the same panties on. Matter of fact, she got the same panties on she had on last night when she got to bed. <laughs> <laughs> on top of it, what kind I, of men you been talking listen, to? Listen, it's just what it is. Yeah, they got some of them. They sit there and then argue. Then they call their husband all day long, scared they're gonna cheat on them. But they don't. They ain't already cheated already because you like. I know you in the same position because you calling me from the same room that I left you in. But now the thing is, is that sometimes men don't recognize depression. A <laughs> ah, woman could be depressed, but okay. She could be, hold on, she could be feeling, mm-hmm. you know, a certain way about the way she looks, you know. It could be things that are happening on the outside that is going on on the inside. And if you don't take that time, and this is what we talk about cultivation again, to get her up to say, baby, come on. You don't, she don't have to take, you, you could say, hey, come and let me take a shower with you. Let me bathe you. When I was going through my depression, you got me up out the bed. Hold on, let me finish it. You got me up out the bed. And you said, come on, let me comb your hair for you. Let me do something for you. And you even tried to grease my little scalp. And the, and the kids were like, daddy, is mommy okay? You were like, I got it. I got my wife. Most men are not willing to take the stand. And what I was depressed about, it was things that was going on in me that I couldn't shake. You prayed for me. You did all those little things that I didn't even know that I needed. You don't know what you need until you get it. But you helped me to get out the bed. You was like, oh, look at you the next day. You know, you were like, oh, look at you. Now move from the bed to the living room. Mm-hmm. So I'm most men don't understand that depression happens. Like I lost myself being a wife, being a mother. Our children are back to back to back to back to back. There are a lot of things that will cause a woman to just lay in the bed. Now, if none of those, if she ain't got no babies, and she her, or the kids are grown and she's just laying in there. Okay, we need to we need to have a conversation. Well, the thing is, is, you know, we all we talk about postpartum depression. I think some men go through it as well. 
men can postpartum depression. Men can well, different. I don't call it postpartum depression. I call it postpartum crazy. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute! You about to have these women going crazy on this thing? Uh, let me explain to you why I say no, postpartum. No, 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 man! You let me explain to, to you why I say postpartum crazy. Because they get self self absorbed because she's not giving her attention, not realizing she's going to postpartum. When you was going through your postpartum depression, when I came home and I knew I knew exactly when you went through your first postpartum depression with our oldest child. You got up, look at her, <laughs> sat down, and bit the laughing like that was funny to you. What was, was that? Like, what you said? She was in the room crying. <laughs> it was like like eleven, twelve o'clock. I said, "Oh Lord Jesus!" <laughs> she just kept crying. Cause you know, at the time I was coming home, the wife had dinner ready. She had everything done. She paying for me. She did good. Also with. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh Jesus. Okay. So I, 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 she was I, doing too much. I, I had to, I had no choice but to step up my game much more and be more than just a husband to me. I had to actually be a father to my own wife. Oh, I had to actually come on. No, I actually had to pamper her. <laughs> I actually had to say, baby, go ahead and get your nails done. Baby, go and get your hair. Baby, just go but that's what a husband is supposed to do. You weren't because, bothering me. Because I wasn't going postpartum crazy. <laughs> I was actually saying, you know something? It's time. If she postpartum, if she going through postpartum depression, we're both going through it together. So my right, responsibility right. was, since she going, since we, I know we're going through this, I have to solve this. I have to put a snip on her butt right away. So yeah. even to the point when you had the last, our last child, I remember one time I came out, I was tired. I worked a 16-hour shift, and you you were you with the kids, with the kids, with the kids, with the kids. And I'm like, okay, baby, go. But you sleepy, don't worry about it. Before she got that dough, I was on the side, I kind of lay like this here. <laughs> but the thing is, I needed her to get out because when she get out and enjoy it and maybe express herself, be able to be herself, be able to help to relate who she is and figure out what she want to do with her life, she can come home and be something to me. Yeah. Okay. And the thing is, most men don't see that because they worry about their loins. Oh, oh well, she started giving me sex. Yeah. Um, I, I need I need love too. I be I be wanting to say so bad, you know. Get your behind up. Yeah, sex is more than just laying in the bed, putting your penis in something. Right. You need to get up and make her feel love. Mm-hmm. Get up and cook her dinner. Rub her feet. <laughs> Draw her a bath. Mm-hmm. Do something that make her feel royalty to you. Mm-hmm. After you do that, then what she do? She can feel proud that she's married to you and give you something special. But you can't unwrap the gift if you don't give her no gift back. Right. You know, uh, women would always ask me, well, does he have another brother? I'm like, yeah, but they married. And, uh, well, one of them isn't. But, um, and all of y'all can cook. I'm telling you, y'all mama showed y'all how to do something. But y'all, be it, right. all y'all can cook. It doesn't matter which house you go to. All of them can cook. And, um I am truly blessed because all we had and all we still have is each other. Yeah. Yeah. And so I like how you say, you know, there is no option. There is no other option. The only option is you. The only option is this. The only option is what we're doing. And I think a lot of men don't want to fight because once you get a little pushback, 
you tend to retreat, but you never retreated. You stayed right there and helped me unpack my little foolishness. I, un I helped you unpack yours. We worked it out together. And you just kept saying, there is no option. We in this together forever to death do us and part you for know, real. I am very appreciative of our family. Mm -hmm. and they left us alone. Yeah, they did. And and this is they had some message. choice words for us. This but. is a message for all family members. <laughs> yeah, leave them alone. Yeah, do not give them no option. Yeah, let them sit in their mess and figure it out. Stop fixing your daughter issue, your son issue. He married her. Let him figure it out. She married him. Let her figure it out. And you realize it will take more stress off of you. Yeah, absolutely. because you're not worrying about. Well, I want to ain't killing yourself over there. No, sometimes a man get angry because she run into you. Are mm -hmm. <laughs> you going to your mom's house? Oh, you can't sit here and discuss this. Yeah. I'm going to my mom. I, I ain't got time for this. Well, or I'm going to call my mama. Boy, you're a grown man. You ain't yeah. no boy. Yeah. So then that brings back going backwards. Where, you know, you say, well, you know, treat me like a man and this, that, and the other. How? When you're acting like, like a young boy. boy. And I hate to use the word boy, but you act like that because you act like you can't make a decision on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you have to, if you don't know what to do, just make the decision. Ask God and he'll you know, give you for some me, answers. For me, when I was really, I was still trying to figure out myself. Yeah. I literally, my wife would catch me sometimes sitting out of bed on my knees just laying there. Mm -hmm. Laying there, look at, waiting for God to answer me or to give me something that I can understand. People don't understand it. I, it you have to sometimes struggle with yourself to lay there at, 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 at his feet and say, help me. Yeah. Then what he will do, he will send somebody your way that can help you. But we have to recognize when he sent them to you. You can't oh, be like the yeah. man that, you know, well, Lord, you know, I was on the roof and I died because it was flooded. He said, well, I sent a helicopter to you. But, Lord, it wasn't you. I sent a man with a boat. It wasn't you. He said, no, don't worry. That, 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 that was me. Yeah. But you ignore it because you wanted a special way. You wanted your mom to bring it to you. It's not your mom to tell you how to be a man. Mm. So when you're going to come to that conclusion, let me find a spiritual father that I could talk to, a spiritual brother I could talk to, somebody I could relate to that could give me a sound advice on how to be a man in my house so my wife could look at me as I am head of the household, not a little boy that she had to raise. You preaching real good. I ain't want to interrupt that. You preaching real good tonight, Brother Carvel. So my, my thing is, is if we're going through all that, let's wake up. And look at each other and in the face say, hey, baby, help me. Because I had to tell my wife one time, you know, help me understand who I am. Let you be my mirror. I'm not looking in the mirror. You tell me what's, what you need me to change or what you dis dis disagree with. And I would try my best to maneuver around it and fix it. That's so it, you can be proud of who I am and I can be proud of who you are. Because I can't expect her to change if I don't change. You know, um, you said it, but not not exactly like that, you know, um, because we want to be careful with how we say that, because you don't want people to think that I'm just over here just running you. No, it, it no. didn't happen like that. No. You know, it was, you know, it was us really 
really working on ourselves Correct. and uh, looking at each other and really breaking that thing down. What am I doing that's hurting you? What am I doing that, what do you see that I'm not seeing because I want to be this man? What did God tell you about me? That's what you really kind of said. What did God show you? Because I know what God told me about you, mm-hmm. but what did God tell me, uh, tell you about me? And so, and I tell women all the time that you have to be very careful with how you speak to your spouse because they are looking to you to give them some words of wisdom as well. But if you're putting your men in these crazy positions or you're putting them to where they're frustrated, like when you come home, I make sure that number one, this house has to be clean. I can't, I just, I can't. The kids now, they are finally at a place where, like I was telling you, I was like, oh my goodness, you know, their rooms are clean and we haven't had to argue with them or fuss with them or anything. They're doing that to make sure that they get what they want from us. I don't want the dishes to be in the sink when you come home. I want it to be peaceful because if you are working 16 hours or however many hours to make sure that we have what we need, I want you to come home to be pleasant so that I can have what I need and the kids can get what they need from you. You know what I'm saying? So it goes, it goes both ways. And when I see you venturing off from what God has shown me uh, for you, I would say, Hey, I pull your coattail and say, Hey baby, you know, I'm not trying to change who you are as a man, but are you looking at this? Just look at this. You know, that particular friend, I don't know, it's something about them. You know, that particular person, I don't know, it's something about them. Yeah. And then I would pray and or we would pray together and God will remove that person yeah. if it's not meant for us to, for them to be in our lives. Because my, uh, my biggest prayer when it comes to our marriage, mm-hmm. God, who are meant to be with us, let us know. Yeah. If they're not meant to be there, remove them out of our life. Absolutely. And we find ourselves to the point where we are by ourselves. And I understand why. God cannot deal with somebody that have people around him all the time. <laughs> and it's not that we don't have friends. The fact is, we understand our purpose in life. Yeah. Because he, if he need to relate something to you, but you have everybody in your ear, he don't have your ear. Correct. And then if he don't have your ear, guarantee your wife don't have your ear either. Mm-hmm. Your husband don't have your ear either. Yeah. Because you have everybody in your ear speaking. And it's hard for a a voice. They say that she uh, she they hear my voice. They come running to me. Yeah. But you cannot expect to hear anything if you have everybody yelling, because then when he speak, you gonna get confused. Because you don't know the voice of the Lord. Because you hear everything else. My goodness, you come on high five, baby. You deserve a kiss for that one. Okay. Give kisses. This is true. I'm, this is pretty good tonight. Yes, yes. That was a wet kiss. I, that was kind of wet. Oh. No, I'm done. <laughs> Pineapples. <laughs> Pineapples. This is really, really good. You know, um, this conversation tonight. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm definitely enjoying it. And I hope that you, the viewers, are really getting something from this. You know, um, we talk so much. And our thing is, is that we want to be able to help other people to grow because we've, we've been through some things, you know, 16 years we've been married and together Well, we've been married 15 and together 16. And, um, we've been through, uh, enough. Yeah. 
to say, uh, we know not to, yeah, we know not to do that. Correct. And I like how you say, you know, with having people in our lives, <coughs> excuse me, and God removing them, even with family and things like that. It's not that, you know, sometimes people want you to do what they want you to do and they have their idea of what they think your marriage is supposed to be. But God always has the final say, especially because we're Christians. We believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Those of you who don't, that's your own business. You do what you got to do. It is what it is. But if we're following what our higher power says for us, if we're continuously leaning on what, like he said, other people, you know, have their image of what they want our marriage to be, then then we might as well be with them. And the sad part about it, it's not their marriage, it's your marriage. Mm Mm-hmm. You allowing somebody to dictate your marriage. Oh, I won't let her talk to me like that. Man, shut up. Get out of my house. Yeah. You don't know what I have done to cause her to be come at me the way she came at me. Yeah. But I'm going to let you get in my head. Yeah. Now, I need to sleep on your couch <laughs> because I don't snap off the wrong way and I disrespect my wife. Yeah. Sometimes people need to mind their business and say, you know something? That's your wife. I'm quick to tell somebody, that's your wife. I hear him say um, that all the time. That's hey, your Kyle wife. Hey, <laughs> let me ask you a question. What would you do? In your, that's your wife. You know what you need to do with your wife. You marry her. You know exactly yeah. how she is. Yeah. You know what she like and everything. If you don't, you learn it. Yeah, absolutely. Because I can't tell you about your wife. Absolutely. So please help me help you by keeping me out your business. <laughs> help me help you. Okay. Well, we're going to end the segment. Uh, do you have anything else that you wanted to share? Oh, guys, do me a favor. Please leave your comments so we'll read it. Um, share. If it's not for you, please share it. Give it to somebody else. Absolutely. If you have any anything that you want to discuss within this topic, leave it in a comment. And we might just answer it next time. Mm-hmm. You know, do not think that, oh, it's pre-recording or lit. No, we're reading it. We actually go back and read everything. And because you are our viewers and what you think is also important to us because we're here to help you guys. Mm-hmm. And as well, we're helping ourselves. Absolutely. So Absolutely. you help us as much as we help you. Absolutely. As we're we trying come, to help yeah. you. And as you we know? grow, you know, I mean, we might have a nice treat for you guys later on. You never know. <laughs> you know, but you have to inter- intertwine with us as much so we could get understand what you need from us so we know what we could provide. Absolutely. Well, I enjoyed you today, babe. I always enjoyed you. <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and bid you guys adieu, and thank you so much for joining Let's Talk Marriage on today. Be back here next week, Sunday night at 8 p.m. Yes. And uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed the show. Make sure that you comment, tag, like, and share, and we shall see you next time, folks. Amen.